this isolation period has led us to some desperate measures. And one was to watch a documentary about space with the children and pass it for our science lesson. And this particular one that we chose on that day was the slightly more old-fashioned, sensationalist type. At one point, the presenter, a scientist, stated that the Earth was going to be destroyed by the Sun in approximately 5 billion years. Do you remember what documentary that was? Yeah, I think it was BBC production called The Planets with Brian Cox. Brian Cox was the researcher. And at that point, our middle daughter jumped off her seat and left the room. And the smallest one followed her promptly. And when they returned, they both had a backpack each, in which they had packed their most beloved cuddlies, a few books and pyjamas. They were packing, they were getting ready, because the earth was going to die tomorrow. And you said... It's five billion years. It's still a bit away. And she asked, What's five billion? And <laughs> I said, It's uh, yeah, a large number. And she considered that and said, Nah, better be safe than sorry. I'm still packing my cuddlies and we are getting ready for the destruction of the earth. Because it might still be tomorrow. And this is obviously a story which we have since shared with all our extended family and it has caused quite a few chuckles and it's definitely going to be that one embarrassing story that we will tell her back when she's a teenager. But it does lead to a valid question and that question is what legacy do we give our children? How do we teach them to experience the world? How will they, in fact, experience it as they grow up? And and how much of what we do together with them in this day and age will influence their actions in the future? Do we teach them to notice certain things? And the opposite, do we teach them to take for granted other aspects? What do we teach our children about the world? I remember ages ago I listened to this radio program and one of the people who had been invited to talk was saying that he remembers looking up at the sky with his dad every night in the summer. And it made me think of this great chain of wonder formed by generations of children and parents looking up at the sky. And I guess it's up to each of us, each generation as it happens, to break that chain of wonder or continue it, not break it. We give them something through example and answers to questions when they ask them. But we are not sure what they will take from it and how they will interpret it and make it their own. But we can make sure that at least they experience what we go through and understand the consequences of our actions individually and as a community. And this is particularly valid now during the current pandemic because we could allow 
our kids to go through it completely shielded, sheltered from the real experience of what's happening. But we think that to a certain extent it's important for them to understand it, not to scare them about it, but to just understand what's going on. And COVID is just one example, but it would apply to death, hardship, all sorts of problems, or living through revolution. Like in my case, and since this pandemic started, I did have thought about what I've been through a lot and about how I want my children to, to go through this. And I am, to a certain extent, grateful that I was protected but not shielded. So I have memories and I have a, um, there is a presence of that historical event in my past and it's quite important for me. It's that experience together with other experiences and other things from my past that made me who I am today. M the person with the standards that I have, the values and the ethical stance that I have. Yes, although I would still stress, you know, my view that you is you. It doesn't make you, but we as older generations just should provide enough input so the younger generations can develop their own view, their own mind and their own ethics. This episode is coming out and is being recorded literally on the day that we celebrate our planet on Earth Day, the 22nd of April. And with it, we finish series two of My Beautiful Stories. And this series was entirely dedicated to our planet. So if you want to go back to the previous episodes, they each touch a subject similar to this one, but in a different way and in a very personal style. And we hope that you are all fine and that this series managed to lift your spirits up a little. Yeah, and it was, we must admit, quite tough to record at home under current circumstances because our children were not always cooperating. <laughs> or excited about it. But we really thought it was important to carry on with a positive message. And we thought that caring for our planet and in general caring about something re linked really well with the present circumstances. So this is the reason why we continued with the Earth series. And if you would like to see all the contributions from everyone else who linked hands with us, and the power is in the many, do pop on my Instagram account and you'll see them live as I'm sharing them in stories right now. Or also look on my website and you'll find everyone's name and details on where we can find their contributions. And with this we head on to the recommendations for this particular episode. So I thought a coming-of-age film would be an appropriate recommendation. And there was a, there is a really amazing one we watched recently which is called Ladybird and it just handles the whole adolescence situation, the relationship with your parents, the way you grow up, the way you treat your friends in a funny, not infantilizing and emotional fashion. It's very very good 
for maybe not small children, but from young adults upwards. And plus it has seashell ronan on it, so well, there's nothing to complain about, really. And a uh, recommendation from me, considering that we finished this series and we have spoken about the wonder of the world a lot, including in this episode, I wanted to share with you another film, which is more a meditation, a meditative experience rather than a film. But it does, for me, symbolize the wonder in this world. And it's Kiana Skazi and it has music by Philip Glass. It's a very pleasant watch experience. And with this, it's goodbye from us. Keep safe and I don't really know when the next series or whether there's another series coming up. Goodbye, thank you.